Welcome to the second episode of my podcast with me, Tara Grimes, the female fat loss coach. And today I'm absolutely delighted to introduce you to probably one of the greatest female online transformations. Well, actually, I'll take that back. No, sorry, definitely the greatest transformation of my career as an online nutritionist and personal trainer to date anyway. And I want to introduce you all to Melanie Donaghy, a 44-year-old mom of two who contacted me around three years ago. She was five stone overweight and she was actually using a walking stick due to poor mobility and suffered severe pain from a long-term disability. And she started this incredible journey by, by downloading my 10 day fat loss kickstart ebook from my website for only 14 quid. She then moved on to my other ebook, my over 40s lean and strong program. And this kickstarted what literally became a life changing journey for this now super fit, super inspirational woman. So let's get stuck in and let's hear how she went from unfit and overweight to now actually doing her personal training qualifications and living her best life. So welcome everybody to my second podcast. And today I have a very special guest. Um, those of you who follow me on social media, unless you're blind, you will. <laughs> Melanie Donaghy will not have gone unnoticed. Melanie has been one of my clients um, about three years ago, two and a half, three years ago. Um, three um, years. Yeah, about three years ago, Melanie contacted me, um, I think, ready to change her life. Um, mm. She came to see me, first of all, in the gym, and she was on a walking stick. She mm. has gone on to lose five stone. Not only has she transformed her body, not only has she transformed her health, but she's also transformed her mind. She's transformed her career. She's now even training to become a fully qualified personal trainer. Um, and she's a living, breathing example of what you can do when you put your mind to it. So I wanted to welcome you all to the one and only, the incredible Melanie Donnelly. <laughs> Take it away, <laughs> Melanie. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How are you? Oh, you stuck looking at me. <laughs> Melanie, tell everybody a wee bit about yourself. This is your opportunity now to sort of give us a give us a summary of of um, I suppose your starting weight, where you're at now, and what your trigger was for change. I love asking clients, okay, where's your trigger? Where 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 did they get that tipping point where you decided enough is enough? I suppose for me, Tara, um, it was literally my health and I felt trapped. I wanted to do all these things and I couldn't do them. And it was so frustrating. And I had I actually had started to lose. I knew myself that I needed to do something. And it wasn't so much the weight loss at the beginning. It was more, it was my mind. It was my, it was my mental health. And I knew that I my diet was absolutely horrific and I knew that I needed to start eating better to feel better mm-hmm. um I, I, I contacted you and I actually started um it'll be three years now on the 26th of April I remember the date and um I remember I'd lost about two stone um but I was still having a lot of issues with regards for um Steps and falls. It was just a, a real weakness from from the waist down. But you had you had fibromyalgia as well, Melanie. Yes, with underlying yeah. health conditions. I, I had a lot, and um, even though I had lost the two stone, because I wasn't doing any exercise at the very beginning, Tara. Um, it was solely just diet. I wanted to get my head around the diet. Wanted to make sure that I was eating well. Wanted to learn. Wanted to know what I was eating, and reducing the processed food 
out of my day it made an absolute massive difference I mean I can't if I could sell that you know that alone Jesus it was just unreal and I realized just how much I was crap I was feeding my body but then I was still having falls and stuff and I was still um, having hospital appointments and although I was on a walking stick I was still um I was still having falls so they, they talked about a wheelchair at some point and that was it I was like no I can't do this. I, I am not, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. And that's at that point then I started doing um, physio work with the local physio and I had an OT and things like that. And that was really my trigger. I am not, I, I need to build up muscle here. I need to get stronger. Um, and even at that point, I'd lost a two stone and I had taken a lot of pressure off my, because of arthritis in my knees. I'd taken a lot of pressure off that. I was still very much not weight um, driven. It was my health driven. And I just wanted to try and keep my independence and and my mobility for as long as I possibly can. And, and Melanie, up until that point, um, previously, have you always carried weight? Were you in any way a yo-yo dieter? What sort of history did you have with weight? Um, what history did you have with eating? Um, and, and sort of what was your diet at that point? You know, give me a give me a standard day of what you would have eaten. Well, funny enough, I did, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I did a, I did a story actually um, on my Instagram account maybe six, seven months ago, maybe more. I actually set out everything that I used to eat prior to coming to yourself. And it was just, it wasn't that there was a massive quantity of food, but it was calorific and it was all processed. It was cups of coffee here, biscuits there. So there's only a wee biscuit. She won wee biscuit, not do me no harm. You know, I would have skipped breakfast thinking, sure, I'll skip breakfast and um, that'll help me lose weight. Uh, where then you were hungry and then you just nibbled. I would have been a grazer. Um, I would have spent maybe times where I would say to myself, right, enough's enough. And I would have been one of these classic examples where we're going into a real low calorie deficit. Um, I was your typical yo-yo dieter. If there, if there was a diet out there, I, I, I would have tried it. I have done it all. Um, but certainly when I, when I set all the food out and visually seen it, I was shocked, Tara, to be quite honest, because I thought, how the, I mean, it was like, without a dinner put into this, there was about two and a half thousand calories of complete and utter garbage. Mm -hmm. um, I really wasn't feeding my body at all. Um, and that's the thing about it. When I look back at all the diet that I'd done over the years, it was the same. You, you, it was just, I don't know, it, it was punishing. That's the only way I could put it. It's really punishing in the fact that you were starving your body and you're expected. And then, of course, you're starving your body because you're eating less. And then you're punishing your body through pushing through exercise that you don't even enjoy. You felt that you had to run. You know, you had to exercise every day. And you were just punishing yourself mm -hmm. and you burnt yourself out. And then the whole cycle started again. You started eating. I'm an emotional, was very much an emotional eater as well. Mm -hmm. I fed my emotions with food. Okay, and when you started out and you decided you were dieting, um, I know you started off doing my 10-day fat loss kickstart. So what height are you, Melanie, and what calories did you start to eat 
And, and I think it's important too that people understand that, you know, everybody's different. We're all unique in terms of our mm-hmm. calorie requirement, calorie requirement um, in terms of our height, our, our starting weight, our age, our gender, our yep. movement. So what was your calories to start off with? I know you did calorie count and yeah. what height are you, Melanie? I am five foot two and a half, and that half's very important. <laughs> five foot two and a half. Um, and when I started off with you, it was in 1800 calories. That's where I started. And when I remember getting your program and looking at it and checking where I needed to start, I was like, 1800 calories? That is, that's the way lot. And that puts people off, Melanie. People are like, I never okay. lose weight in 1800 calories. Yeah, 1800 yeah. yeah. And the thing about it is, when, when you actually sit down and realistic, realistically look at it, if I was eating 2000 calories and exercising what, the minimum of what, three to four times a, day, a week, I, I wouldn't need to be looking at losing weight. Mm-hmm. But I was eating way at maybe 3000 calories. So when you think of that and then you're, you're starting at 1800 calories, you're in a deficit there already. Was that a light bulb moment to you, Melanie, whenever you started to follow the 1800 calories and realize, oh my God, I now realize how many calories I was consuming? And and, yeah. and probably the quality of the calories was was, was greater greater volume of food than more in calories naturally because it was whole foods. Whereas before, maybe you were eating you know, lots of junk, as you say, junk, yeah. processed food, yeah. calorie dense, but volume, not very much of it, not very filling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think when I looked at the 1800 calories and especially, you know, when I, because I wanted to learn more this time around, it wasn't about let's just do a diet to lose weight. It was, right, let's look at this diet. What do we need a diet for? I wanted to learn more about it. I wanted to know what I was putting into my body, especially when I seen the difference in not eating processed food had made, especially to the fibro. Um, I wanted to know more. So when it kind of looked Learn, I suppose, learn more, educated myself more, and realize well, you know, 1800 calories is actually that that was that was the right thing to do rather than ju- nosediving away into maybe 12. I mean, I know girls have said to me they're eating 12,000, 11, like a thousand calories in a day. How do you? I done that at a time, so I, I do get where they're coming from, but certainly, um, you know, as I say, I started off with 1800 calories, and as I lost weight, then I fell into the next bracket of 1600 calories. You know, so in a way, I was kind of driven my body. My, my body didn't realize it was getting less because yeah. it was satisfied. If that makes you, sense. And what do you think was the um, when you were when you were dead, Melanie? You know, one of the big, the greatest saboteurs to uh, any diet is hunger. How did you find your hunger and your satiety while you were dieting and coming down from 18 to 16 into the new brackets of, of, of lower calories as you got leaner? Um, was there one thing in particular that, that helped you adhere? I think for me, um, is when you're uh, when you're in a calorie deficit, it is, it's not eating as little as possible in a calorie deficit. It's eating as much as you can while in calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know if that was you said that or somebody said that to me. And it yeah, stuck I said to all my clients, I don't know how many listen to me, but you're trying to get clients on as many calories as possible to make it more sustainable and to yeah. create greater adherence, you know? Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. getting really creative and really getting as much food as you can. And I can honestly say hand in heart, I was never, ever hungry. Never, ever hungry. Now, bear in mind, I didn't start um, doing any kind of uh, exercise or any kind of activity probably um 
Oh, I had about two stone off me before I started and it was very, very, very little. It was like two minutes a day because you, that's that's just all I could do. Do you remember I, when, when you came up to me, we had you, you just started to squat and you could squat maybe three or four inches at that stage. We literally had you sitting on a bench and standing up. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I actually uh-huh. found photographs of that today. I was flicking through and I found photographs of you just literally sitting down and standing up and it was yeah. you know you look at your journey now and it's just it's incredible it is and it, it, that's the thing I'd always say because you know girls would say to me oh I don't like the gym or I don't like working out or I don't this that and the other I says well maybe you're going out of the wrong way maybe just you know pull it back start at the beginning and just because some one person enjoys running or enjoys uh, the gym or whatever it is they enjoy it doesn't mean that's what you have to do right you know yeah. you need to find something that you enjoy because otherwise you're going to help me a hell of a lot um you're going to have to be really motivated to keep that up yeah um and I think that's the thing about it I started off very very slow and worked my way up and just thought yeah. let's see where we go with this yeah. I never put any pressure on myself to be a particular weight or to be to look a particular way I just thought I just I just want to be healthier. I yeah. just want to be able to do what other people take for granted. And, and that really was it. And do you think, Melanie, um, uh, you know, the way I always I always harp on about what's your why? You know, mm. you always said your why was your health. You know, and that's just for me profound because it has to be something big, powerful and all consuming. If you don't have your health, forget about it. I don't exactly. care how lean you are. I don't care how what you're, it's, your health has to be. It has to be the way. And so, in terms of weight loss, Melanie, how long did it take you from so from start to finish to to, to lose your weight? Before we're, I'm going to move on to training in a minute, but how long did it take you to get? You know, g- give me a timeline on your start to finish because I know people that would like to know this information. You know what? Off the top, now this is only off the top of my head. I know within the first, I would say the first two stone came off pretty quick. Um, pretty quick. Cheekers, quickers. Um, I had a wedding in June. I started with you in uh, probably what's that? Uh, May June. I would say probably about three months. Well, two to three know. months. And that two was three months. And that was on eighteen hundred calories. I was on 1,800 calories. With no, um, no exercise and no walking? No. no. But complete adherence, Melanie, you were 100% yeah. adherent yeah. to 1,800 yeah. calories. Yeah, absolutely. I stayed in that. And um, because and it was, I found it easy to stay in that. At no plus one saying I was never felt restricted. I never felt that I was avoiding anything. I just worked it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think possibly all in all for, for the five stone, let me see now, you could be talking maybe about, Two, two years somewhere around that maybe mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you I'm sorry I actually didn't keep a better journal of it because but I, I, I never set out to lose five stone do you know what I mean yeah. so I just was enjoying it so much mm-hmm. I put no pressure on myself there was no guilt if I had a bad day mm-hmm. and that frees you up it's unreal how freeing that is when you have no guilt you have no pressures you're just going with it you're enjoying it Mm-hmm. But I would say the five stone, up until the photo shoot that I done, um, you're t- you're talking about you're talking about two years. I got the weight off 
and then started to really work on um, toning. And okay, so whenever we talk about toning, um, you know, and there's some PTs out there scold about, you know, toning and, and they get this long-winded version and this very scientific with, you know, with with big words and things that people can understand. But toning is growing muscle, mm-hmm. reducing body fat, muscle protein synthesis, which is muscle growth. And then when you reduce the body fat down, it reveals what I call that tone and definition. So, yeah. yeah. But what people don't realize is that in order to get that tone, you've got to grow. You've got to have some muscle. And over the years, what had happened with you, Melanie, was that your you had muscle atrophy. Your muscle was yeah. wearing, and you know you were because you weren't stimulating your muscle. It was you had no muscle, so you were starting from the very very beginning. So you had lost your weight. Then it was okay. Phase two. Okay, let's start building the body. Let's start yeah. growing muscle. Let's start improving strength, functional movement, balance coordination. So. Yeah. Tell me the journey about your training. What did you start off doing? How did you get to the start to where you are in that photo shoot? How did you get from there to there? Tell me how long did it take and what exactly you did and how many times a week you trained? Oh, gosh. Um, well, obviously, as I said, I started off with a physio. Um, physio exercise, uh, very light resistance band. Just really simple things like even just standing at the, the counter at the kitchen, holding on to it and lifting the leg back and forward. Um, as I say, using very light resistant bands. Worked my way up, worked alongside the, the physio as well and saying, look, could I do this? Could I do that? Trying things out. Um, I would have done that. Alongside that, then I found just wee exercises online. Um, and I, boy, I can't do that yet. So I'll do this, uh, pushing myself, but also not pushing myself to the, uh, there's a fine line that mm-hmm. I wouldn't cause a, a flare up or anything of my conditions. I think then at that point I met, I, I think I started, I think I started to walk, doing some walks, um, just a few steps, nothing, nothing mad. And then I think I met with you then at that point mm-hmm. and you had shown me a few things and that gave me the confidence then to try the gym. Mm-hmm. And I used to always, and I'm going back a long time ago, I'm going back maybe 10, 12 years ago, I would have mm-hmm. used the gym, but I never even had the confidence then even to use some mm-hmm. of the machines. So by meeting you, then I was able to go along to the gym that my brother-in-law, he um, he owns it like, he's part owner of it. So I was able to say, look, can I go in at a quiet time and just do these very things? And that's peak physique and Strabane, Melanie. Peak, that's, yes, that's peak, peak performance and Strabane. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, work away. So I just basically went maybe two, three times in the week, maybe 20 minutes at a time, just building up. I mean, I was very, very lightweights. That's that's where I started off. And then from that, then I decided that I would maybe invest in a PT. So I wanted to have a PT that had a wee bit of uh, knowledge on my conditions that wasn't going to put me through a mad session that would work along with me, would listen to me. And he was brilliant. And then I started to do, had him a couple of times in the week. Then I would go in and do my own, what, what I learned from him. And I just literally worked up from that, worked up and the progressive overload, just 
trying to get a wee bit heavy each time, maybe go up in the sets, maybe go up in the reps. So many, many times a week then would you have been at your PT and then many times would you be, because I think women underestimate how much training it takes to get in the physique that you have, because I think yeah. women think that, you, you know, you have some genetic gift that you transform your body but I don't no. know I do I, what, I, what I always try to impress upon people is that that takes bloody hard work that's not you can into the gym twice a week for six weeks and then not going for six months and then go back in for or going to the odd week class here and there that's consistent heavy progressive overload proper strength training that's not going to a Zumba class or going to a spin class or going to Pilates that's that's the gym work yeah, that's so, it. So, so PT sessions and then you're getting in your own. So yes. you're in the gym five, four or five times a week, Melanie? Probably four, four. I would mm-hmm. two, two um PT sessions and then probably two of my own. And then always as I got stronger then, um I when they, when they were up and running, the peak always had a strong man um on a Tuesday night. And uh yeah. And that was my next. I always, always wanted to set goals. And I think for me, Tara, as well, with my training, it was very much, I couldn't have done this, but I'm going to do this. And it just empowers you mm-hmm. because there's no such word as can't. Mm-hmm. And I would be, I say I'm determined. My husband tells me I'm thrown, whatever. <laughs> it gets me through this. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it has been continuous. Like it's not, I went for a few weeks and stopped. It's continuous. The only time that I wouldn't have been in the gym is obviously if I was unwell, but then I was straight back in at it again. You know, um, again, I love gym work. So I don't see it as a chore because I enjoy it. It's like a hobby now. Um, But certainly you're talking four times, four times doing that, you know, that kind of strengthening work. And Melanie, let me ask you a question you obviously went on a big journey and there was bound to be times um funny we had kelly Fay and last week talking about the bullshit that is motivation um it's not about motivation it's, it's about daily habits in your way and was there any time during your journey that you felt not unmotivated unmotivated to um unmotivated to eat well unmotivated to eat the bar of chocolate instead of eating something else, unmotivated not to bother doing your walk and your training. Was there any times like that? And if so, what made you do it anyway? Why? Um, do you know what, Tara? There wasn't because, because I am enjoying it. And as you say, the why is so big. When you have something and you lose it, you realise how important that is mm-hmm. and how much you, you need it. So, now I have feel I have a second chance. I just want to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, I will have to have uh, an EU operation. But while I'm doing this, I'm pushing that back and pushing that back. Yeah. Um, so to be motivated, n- n- no, I, there's no at no point that I think to hell with that. I'm not doing that today. Or as I say, you were saying about did I take the bar of chocolate over that? If I wanted the bar of chocolate, I just get the bar of chocolate. Yeah. Losing that guilt of, of yeah. that's it, that's the diet. You know, I'm not on a diet. I have a diet. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I have a diet is because my body needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my body needs it because I enjoy gym work. I enjoy hiking. I enjoy all these things. So mm-hmm. if I want to enjoy these things, mm-hmm. I need to treat this, mm-hmm. you know, with respect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, I never felt, I never got stale. You know, people talk about, oh, I'm feel me. because... 
I'm just enjoying it so much. Good. That's 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 just that's a breath of fresh air hearing them words coming out of your mouth, and that's fantastic. So tell us a wee bit then, just to wrap up, what is your training and your eating look like today, Melanie? So what um what is your daily intake look in terms of do you count calories? Do you, do you still track? Do your pro do you have a protein target? Um, what is your training and what is your neat movement look like today? So there's four um, things: calories, protein, training, and steps. What do they look like? I don't get too bogged down with steps. Um, I try and get as many done as I possibly can. Some days I could do the load. I could do up to 20,000. And there's some days I'm going to get seven done. Mm-hmm. So I try as much as possible to be as active. But I don't, oh, you know, it's seven o'clock and I haven't got these steps on. All right. Because I know there could be a day I'll do over. Yeah. So second thing is with, with care. Yes, I still track simply because I want to make sure I'm eating enough. Because I have basically replaced old habits for new habits. Mm-hmm. Them old habits are still there and they could creep in. So for me, tracking isn't about keeping in a calorie deficit now. It's about making sure I'm eating enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly uh, fluid intake as well to make sure that I'm, I'm drinking enough water as well because that would have been one of the things I was always very bad at. And what, how many so, litres a day would you drink at the moment, Melanie? Between four and five. Mm-hmm between four and five um so I would be that's why I like to track it because there's some days like oh gee because I've only had two like I'm, I'm after saying Sean there now I need to get more water into me um because I just find it keeps the digestion going really well and it, it keeps me I find if I don't drink enough as well I get very tired and you know especially with being active mm-hmm. uh calorie calorie wise on a rest day I probably would eat around maybe 2000 ish um, depending on my activity, I could eat anywhere between 2003, 2005. So mm-hmm. there's quite a bit there. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm very active. And especially when you're doing, like I mean, say I go out to the garage and I do my weights, uh, especially with doing weights, my metabolism's always, yeah. it's always and, going. And I think people's going to be listening to this and thinking, how, how is she eight and a half stone <laughs> and eating 2,500 calories a day? But what people don't realise is that, number one, you're training super hard. How many how many sessions a week would you do? Gym sessions a week would you do? Uh, here now I would do about four. I do four, four a week. And, um, and yeah, you're consistent. And you're doing that yep. all the time. Every yep. week. Week yep. in, week yep. out. You're yep. walking on average of probably, you know, between, if you're 20s, your upper limit, 7 your lower limit. You're walking on average of 14,000, 15,000 steps a day, every yep. day, again. Yep. That's day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out. It's important yep. that we establish those. Um, people would say she couldn't be eating that but again back to when when you started that you know you started in 1800 calories a day you know that we my biggest challenge is getting women who are overweight to start off in higher calories because they think they're not going to lose weight yes they'll not lose weight because they're not adherent to those calories they tend to slash them down thinking well, I'm definitely going to lose weight there. I'm going to lose weight quicker. I'm going to get to my goal quicker. Boom, 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 boom. One fast track. Don't wait. No patience. Yeah. You know, and then they end up binging and overeating because they're so hungry. Yeah. But you're a perfect example of you diet. You'll you'll lose weight if you're adherent. And I would say, and I have my most successful clients are the clients who are eating the most amount of calories that they can diet on and moving more. Yeah. moving more yeah. you're active you're four times in the gym you're walking and you're getting but you're maintaining your weight melanie you're not in a calorie deficit at the moment no 
you're no. trying to are you in a muscle growth phase phase at the moment um do, do you know what it is it's 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 rebuilding what I've lost that's where I'm at it's not that I'm looking to you know because people would say oh you know you're going for a competition or something like that and I'm like no 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 I'm just building what I have lost mm-hmm. so um I'm in no hurry I have no I, I, I'm just going with it mm-hmm. um if I feel, you know, when the gym's reopen again, I might think, right, I might have to up my uh, my calories again. Uh, if I do want, you know, to, to, mm-hmm. to build a wee bit more. But at the minute, I'm quite content where I am. It's working for me. Um, I do also do a bit of bodyweight um, exercise too, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I'm doing that as well. But where I'm at the minute, um, it, it seems to be working okay and it is it's just literally as it's rebuilding what I have lost yeah. and I, I mean that's happening yeah and, and tell me just one thing I forgot to ask you there the very important protein muscle oh, protein happen without the protein tell me how much protein you eat on a daily basis and oh. do you do you spread it out or what way do you eat it I spread my protein out um, evenly through the day. So I'll, I'll always have protein at every meal. So the likes of my porridge in the morning, I will have a, I will have about 40 grams of protein powder. And it's yeah. the soil you want I use. Again, for my lunch, I aim for between 30-ish grams in, in that. Mm-hmm. Dinner's the same. And then with regard snacks and stuff like that, yeah, I always try and get... I don't actually have a number in the head but I would try and aim about a hundred and maybe say 30 40 grams a day over the day kind of that um beef isolate is brilliant I meant to thank you for that as well and I would have that now it's so much better easier some people have problems with the way Melanie um yeah you know the dairy can create issues for a lot of people Mm -hmm. so the beef isolate's a a, a good option if if you don't wake causes you issues yes Um, absolutely but Melanie, you know, you're a, a living, breathing example of health and wellness and doing this for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And, you'll, and, you know, it's, go- it's going to take a good one to come in and top your transformation. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just saying, Melanie, that, you know, the amount of people still to this day who comment um, on your transformation, who find it very inspirational and very inspiring is incredible. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for helping other women realize that it can be done. And I think before we wrap this up, I think it's important that you tell people where they can follow you, where they can see you, what you eat. I know that you're, you have, um, you have a few pages on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you could let everybody, where they, let I, everybody know. Certainly. Um, the main one would be behind the door of 44. That kind of was, that one's been going a while and a lot of my stuff would be on there. However, um, trying now to do another wee one up fitness with md which can concentrate solely on the, the fitness um element and uh, and where i am now i suppose and as you say what i eat and what i do and, and things like that fantastic melanie thank you so much for joining us for this podcast really really appreciate it it's been a privilege starting you out in your journey um thank and, you. you know um keep in touch let us know how you're getting on and look everyone um Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast and we will see you all soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.